0: Welcome to Troubleshooting Agile.
1: Hey Squirrel, this is Jeff.
0: Hi there. Uh, Listeners might notice that once again, we have a slightly different audio quality. Why is that Jeffrey?
1: Well, because we're in the same room, which is not the normal way that we record
0: this. Absolutely. And uh, we're not only in the same room, but we have some guests with us
1: because... right. We're in Vienna at uh, KitCon Europe 2018. And uh, so we have some people we've invited to a session here at this open space conference to join us to talk about some stories related to applying Agile ideas and principles outside of software.
0: Exactly. So, it, Of course, we talk a lot about Agile software development, and we've talked about all the Agile principles which were developed in the world of software development, but it turns out you can actually use Agile principles elsewhere. And We noticed as we got a group together here at KitCon that several people had examples of that, so we, th- we thought we'd ask them. First person we'd like to ask is, is our good friend, Eric, who's here and tells us that uh, you're applying agile transformation in your whole company to everyone. Can you tell us how's that going? Why did you choose to do that?
2: Yeah, sure. Hi, first of all. Well, what, are we, what we've what we seen outside of development is that our non-development department started to have uh, stand-up meetings, for example, even if they weren't really working in the same discipline. Someone from support, consultancy, or other sales persons, they just Got together in one room every morning and try to mimic the uh, what what development is doing, and and um, yeah, if if you visit our our main uh, main office, you'll see a lot of uh, sticky notes on the wall. That's how they uh, mimic Jira. I think they can just do it locally without uh, without the software itself. But that's how they organize themselves. Even uh, our communication department is is working in sprints now. So. I don't know um, have they had to modify these notions
0: to be meaningful for say sales or communications to use a stand-up what's different
2: I don't know I, I haven't really visited the, them I have the feeling that that if you mix the disciplines it they it might not be very useful but and they are they are using the they are using the structure that we are using what have you done yesterday what what are' you going to do today? And what 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 prevents you from uh, from doing so? To be honest, it seems like from from the outside, it seems like that they are that they are they started with practicing or or, or, or copying some of the practices that that they've seen uh, using a Link coffee format for, uh, for at the end of the end of the week rather right, than the sprint. And yeah, um, so it's I would I would even say that this this is this is the only thing that I, that we've seen from from the outside now and i'm not sure if it's deep enough yet even within even within development you need to reassure the or retalk the agile principles or scrum from time to time i have to have the need to uh, to sit down again and talk talk through the Scrum ceremonies so i imagine that that's going to happen there as well nevertheless some development people from uh, people from development scrum masters and development lead persons they are like invited to, to the rest of the organization to, uh, to spread the word or practices insights
0: how's that working out so do you see any results so far or is it too early to tell whether those different ways of working are helping or not
2: naturally no, not I'm, I'm too far i'm too far for that i'm, I'm not there daily so i don't know but it, it's. It's, it's happening on a, on a full scale. It's big. Got it. How many people in the company? 600, around 600. Wow. Okay. That sounds Um,
0: pretty
1: tough. I I remember Squirrel when, when I joined Tim group and you were there as CTO at that time, the sales department were practicing uh, with some of the the tools, similarly uh, copying development. And they had a Kanban board of deals and things like that. I think this is interesting what Eric describes. I think there's a lot of companies that have done that, had some success with agile in the technology department and, and it's recognized as success. And then from there, it's seen as well, if it was helpful in technology, let's see if we can apply those ideas to other places. And, and very often what I, I find is, is that people have a very positive reaction to it because what they're, if we go back to where we're talking about what the, how the agile principles originated. It's a very human-centric practices, (laughs) and it allows people to relate and talk to each other in a way that the previous more hierarchical practices didn't facilitate. So I think it's something that that people uh, commonly copy and find that people enjoy it quite a bit. We know that this is true not only in organizations, but even conferences. Maybe we were talking about in here that it's not just moving up to different functional organizations, but you can run entire uh, conferences, and we have a couple examples. Of course, we're at KitCon, which itself, I would say runs with some agile principles, such as the self-organization aspects. But we're joined here by another friend and colleague, Samir. Hello. Who's just come uh, recently
3: from a different conference. you want to describe where you were? Sure. So I was at Socrates Canaries. Uh, Socrates is kind of a brand that is now all over Europe uh, on conferences run in a certain way and there is one held on currently Gran Canaria every year, that might change, it might change island.
0: I, I hear there are nice beaches there.
3: It is beautiful. I did spend more time on the beach than I did in the conference rooms, but I was spending it with people attending the conference. The beach became another set of conference rooms because, well, we liked them better.
0: And it's hot so enough here in Vienna, we might be able to go to the beach today. I just
3: spent the last session outside having a conversation on the Beautiful decking we have outside. So, so, so
0: how does that work at these conferences? What's it, what is an unconference for people who don't know?
3: So, unconference I guess is a very, very general idea of we don't have a plan and we will figure out from there. Um, an open space is one format for figuring out that plan. Jeffrey yesterday ran it very differently from what I'm used to, which I really liked. So the way I'm used to it is that we all get together in the morning. In this case, we did it the previous evening. And people who want to propose sessions, propose sessions, and then we go from there. So there's a bunch of rooms, there's a bunch of time slots, and now there are a bunch of sessions filling those rooms and time slots.
0: And we use sticky notes to, yes, to do that
3: because we are agile, and therefore we use sticky notes for everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: is, it is certainly one of the, the calling cards mm-hmm. of agile that you know it's been great for 3M and the Post-it
0: note business. Yes, sure I think great. they make all their money off us now. We, Doubled we, their stock price. We, we should get we should get product placement. <clears throat> Revenue from them. I'll, yeah. I'll take that up with them. Actually, see if they want to advertise on the podcast. Yeah. But <clears throat> so if I walked upstairs, and as a matter of fact, I just did this. I could change where a session was by just moving a sticky note. So I noticed that the room we were booked in for this session was too echoey. So I just swapped them around, and then we had a few confused people, but they figured it out and they went yeah. to the right session. Mm-hmm. So that happens all through the conference. Does that happen at soccer uh, as Socrates, well? We or? fixed
3: the schedule after after assignment, but we also generally have way more rooms. And also we generate more rooms on the fly. Like so in this case, the beach. We have the beach and we have go. the pub and a few other places. There's also just like, it's a, often people are staying in a hotel, the hotel, which is also hosting the conference. So someone might even say this session is going to be run out of my hotel room because, well, in my case, it's usually because I want to make coffee and I can make it more effectively in my hotel room. And then people can come and join me for a coffee. We also practice a very agile way of making coffee. We don't like hotel coffee, so we bring our own. <laughs> I've got mine in my bag right now.
0: Excellent. Maybe you'll make <laughs> us some later. All
3: right, by all means. Do you Excellent.
1: drink coffee,
0: Squirrel? I don't. Okay. You can share it with the rest.
1: I, I, I'll, I'll happily step in for that. If we If we tie this back to the agile manifesto, I think there are a couple elements that stand out for me. And, and the first one, the first line, is sort of the, the four lines of the manifesto, the first and the last are, are the ones that, really, to me, seem essential in the examples we're talking about. The first is individuals' interactions over process and tools. Mm-hmm. What we're, what we're valuing here is people and what they each bring and the interaction between them. And so we're using ceremonies such as the stand up Eric, you described, or Samir, you know, the ability to invite people to your, just to make them a coffee. And those, valuing those interactions over a, a strict set of um, so how things are going to be, we, prediction.
3: We have a way of organizing the open space and it works really effectively but it works most effectively when people use it as a guideline.
1: Yeah, that's right and which fits well with the last one which is responding to change over following a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that there isn't a plan, there, there is a plan roughly, but then it, we may adapt. So we may end up changing rooms, we may end up moving outside because the weather is lovely here in Vienna, 30 degrees I think outside, and so people may, may choose to, to have a session out there uh, this morning, for example, I was ended up in the hallway, pair programming and mob programming in Scheme, rather than doing one of the sessions that were in a room.
3: And I drifted in, made a test pass, wrote another test the test left, and that was good for me.
0: We call that the law of two feet, that you you can come and go from sessions as it makes sense to do, which is, again, responding to change. And even the way that we do this podcast, I think we have
1: some of this work. We do have a plan, and then but we don't need to script everything we're going to do and what anecdotes come out and uh, may change what we do. And it's sort of in that sense, we also reflect on what we've done and say, what won- might we do different in the future? So these are all ways that uh, some of these agile ideas, I think, have spread. And I think they will continue to spread. Certainly, there are many more examples I'm aware of of agile outside of software. This is just some of the ones that we in the room have
0: first-hand experience with. Excellent. Well, thank you, Eric and Samir, and everyone else for being our audience here. I think we're going to try to record one more of these, so our listeners will hear another from KitCon next week, we think, assuming these all come out well. I'm going to be checking the audio and see how it all works out. But back again very soon with more updates from KitCon. All right. Thank you, Squirrel. Thanks, Jeffrey.